Welcome to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan, where we're going to cast and blast you right out of this world with some of the best hunting and fishing stories that you can't even imagine. Yes, this is John Hennigan, and we have our host Frank Selby on the line with us, uh, and we got some exciting stuff going on today, Frank. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know if anybody was paying attention, but I, you took, oh, by the way, thank, thank you, thank you, Frank. Uh, I was not able to be in studio last week because I had to do some research on uh, fishing in Cabo San Lucas. Poor excuse is better than no, better no <laughs> Well, I did get a lot done, as people know. I got a condo down there, and I had to take care of some business, and, and I had to go fishing. And the person that uh, we're going to be bringing up in the beginning of right after the break is the owner of one of the finest. You know, it's not really a fishing fleet, but he outfits and he's got such a good crew. And, you know, if you want to if you want to go fishing in style, he gave me a great price on this 37 foot. uh, Was it a Riviera, I believe? Oh, gosh. The only way to go. And uh, just so comfortable. and uh, But we'll be talking about that when we get Jim on the line. We would like to mention, of course, people um, save the dates. And it's July, what is it? Uh, can't remember now. 15th to the 22nd or something like that. Um, in uh, Ketchikan, Alaska. And you know what? You're going to love this. As we know, generally speaking, to go to a fishing resort in Alaska, you're looking around $1,000 a day, plus airfare. Uh, this one is $1,875. You get full use of an upgraded boat, which is a covered uh, 20-foot Thunder Jet with a 90-horse outboard. Take you anywhere you want to go, and you can go anytime as you want. And it's all-inclusive, of course. And 25 of that goes into a prize fund, and 25 of it goes into a uh, tip for the for uh, the deck staff. So, what what can I say? Let us know. Get it signed up. Get the dates. We're planning on selling out quick. Anyway, it looks like we're out of here, but uh, Frank, we're going to be right back. Yes, we are. ago a sailor set out to design a boat shoe that was comfortable and stable non-skid and wouldn't mark the decks today these incredibly comfortable shoes are worn by anglers boaters professional guides and charter captains go to softscience.com to see more soft science shoes and boots are lightweight and shock absorbent with just the right level of support several styles come in all sizes enjoy the soft science shoe in the water and out check them out at softscience.com It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. If you are still using a plastic hard shell cooler, things have changed for the better. AO coolers are lighter with twice the efficiency of the traditional bulky coolers. AO coolers are the best available soft-sided cooler with three-quarter inch high-density closed-cell foam insulation. They will keep ice frozen for 24 hours in hot weather. Easy to carry, less space, it fits product inside for better performance. Go to aocoolers.com to order or find a retailer available at West Marine. With a long pedigree, the Snowbee brand today offers the very best equipment modern technology can provide. Started in Europe, Snowbee is now providing quality fly fishing gear in the USA. Waders, clothing, rods, reels, fly lines, bags, and innovative new accessories. Enjoy your sport and leisure time more than ever. The affordable value of Snowbee makes it available to everyone. Go to snowbee-usa.com. Catch 
Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and we hope have our host, Frank Selby. And we have the honor of the owner of the... You've got some great boats, some great fleets in Cabo San Lucas, uh, Jim. No question about it. I can start naming them off and some great boats. But I think your fleet, far and away, has to be at the top of the list. Can you give us a quick description of what it is you put in the water? Sure, John. I've got uh, 32-foot lures, uh, 35 ribs, 43 rib, and a 60-foot portrait. Um, I think I mentioned last time we um, are putting the uh, squids on the bottom paint of the boat. Oh, yeah, you did, yeah. And it's, bring, it's bringing some incredible results. Really? If you go to our Facebook page today, you'll see that we've got... Uh, five marlin released on Blue Sea, our 60-footer, with tourist fishermen, just regular people. Wow. Well... Uh, you know, one of the things that we'll go ahead and start talking about now, Jim, and there's other stuff I'd like to talk about. First of all, I want to thank you for, you know, allowing me and giving me the deal you did um, for that uh, 37-foot, was it a Riviera? Um, 35, yep. No. Oh, okay, 35, yeah, yeah. But, man... <laughs> Air-conditioned salon, you know, full galley, uh, you know, bre- breakfast burritos, open bar, um, and <laughs> incredible staff. Um, and that's, you know, because normally when you go fishing, I figure if you can get one every half hour, you're doing pretty well. And I, how would you, would you say that usually works out about right? Yeah, well, you mentioned the food and I'm really happy to know, and you know the person that's trained our staff, uh, Chef Lenny from New Jersey in Florida. Wow. So, we, uh, so Lenny's been down to Cabo, and he's trained all of our crew for food specialties, and we've also got a young lady on the boat uh, who's a chef, yeah. uh, Addie. And uh, if you go to our TripAdvisor page, you'll find many comments about the food being the best they've had in Cabo. And that includes the restaurants that people are going to in the evenings. Yeah. Well, you know what? Just I just thought of something. Uh, you got room for another chef on one of your boats? <laughs> you got to send me a photo first. How's that? Well, I you know I, I know my way around the kitchen. Let's put it that way. And I don't yeah. know if the audience knows, but I have a local program called Cork and Fork Radio. So you know if there's something that. Uh, oh, good. Yeah. Anyway. Hey, you I remember like we. We spoke. I've got a, a special promotion going on. Oh, booked, yeah. I want to talk about that. I booked a, yeah. I booked a timeshare week, and my family have changed their travel plans. Really? So we've, we've got an incredible opportunity that if you book two fishing charters with us, November 9th through 16th, we'll give you a free hotel for the week. Wow. So you just uh, uh, you probably know the, you, you probably know the name. It's the Hacienda and Cantata. Oh, that's uh, high end. That's uh, very high end. And, and that's just it's yeah. Gone. No, no, well, uh, no. It's uh, it's not. It's a long walk from downtown, but it's on Madonna Beach, and it is. It's probably, you know, and there's God. There's probably a hundred resort hotels down there, but this is yeah. Well, it, this is into the top five. The other one. That's, wow. that's Hacienda uh, residences. This is in Cantata. Yeah. Uh, this is actually this is actually further out by the Santa Maria. Uh, oh, okay. Park, Santa Carmela. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, but anyways, it's uh, there's Uber now in Cabo and yep. there's taxis. Yeah. But all you got to do is book two two charters with me, and uh, this is about a fourteen hundred dollar week that you're getting free of charge. Wow. Wow. And uh, all Lord. I ask you to book is two charters, and I'm going to give people uh, my website that they can go to and just send me a message, and that's blueskycabo.com, November 9th through 16th. Well, it's coming up pretty quick, uh-huh. so get on it. It is, yeah. <laughs> and this is a very special week, as you know, that this is going on. Yep. Uh, my favorite boat, Tranquilo, is coming to the scales right now. 
with a marlin in the probably looks in the four to five hundred pound range. Oh, must be a blue for sure. Where? Oh, they're down there right yeah. now. Bring it in. Wow. Yeah. So, do you know the name Bill Bill Pino from Squid Nation? Yeah. Frank does. So Bill's on the boat, and uh, now, is this in the, is this in the Bisbee fish? And it's just just amazing. Uh, uh, did you say that's in the Bisbee, or it's just on one of your boats? No, Bill's on on a boat called Tranquilo, a friend of mine. Yeah. Uh, and they're from Costa Rica, and they bring their boat up every year from but, Costa Rica. But the, the Bisbee, Bisbee's going on now, right? Right now, yep. Oh, and they're in the Bisbee. It should, yeah, they're they're entertaining. This could be a one point five million dollar fish with a bonus for the whole tournament day. Well, I was just going to say that fish is probably worth a couple million dollars. <laughs> yes, that's kind of yep. good friend to have. Yep. Well, I nicknamed the Tranquila Boat the Banditos. Mm-hmm. About three years ago, they won all three tournaments in the month, all three of them. Wow. And they went home with $4.5 million. <laughs> well, of course, it's not cheap to get in, but man. No, um, it's about... It's about a hundred thousand under if you want to. By the, well, by the time more. yeah, by the time you get all the Calcutta, the side bets, and this and that, and your crew and your yep. boat, yeah. But uh, well, wow, you only have to do that once. But could you imagine being a Costa Rica mate and getting a share of? Uh, no, that's right. I think they give them like ten percent, fifteen percent of the winnings. Yeah. Wow. Wow, that. Hey, we should take a lot of trips. Yeah, because it's it's rare, <laughs> it's rare they bring in a uh, a marlin over four hundred and fifty pounds in the tournament. I mean, they have to be a minimum yeah, of three hundred. No. But uh, sure, but you got you got daily bets, overall bet, and you know first and second. So that fish is going to win some money. And then, and then of course, just keeping in the spirit of what's happening in Cabo, we've got the tuna tournament coming up. Yeah, beginning in the of, yeah, first another, week of yeah. November. Yeah, that's in about a week. That's a fun tournament. Yeah. First of all, it's, yeah. it's it's huge, but it's not as expensive as the Bisbee. Of course, the prizes aren't as big. No, you can you can get in for under ten thousand dollars. But as I said, you get five people together, four people, and it's almost affordable. Yeah. But uh, and, that sounds good. Yeah, sounds really exciting. But uh, when you come back down to Cabo, you got to go on the boat. I'm um, I bought some salmon rods, some uh, spinners. Yeah. Uh, like free uh, free spooling, like the uh, I don't know how to describe the reels, but they're, they're they don't have the gears on them, and they're like knuckle busters. Well, wait a minute. Okay, these are not uh, spinning reels. Uh, are these what they call the bait runners, where it takes the line? Yeah, like it's got the two prongs on the side. Yeah. And uh, an eleven, twelve foot rod uh-huh. that bends. Okay, and, but what do you uh, use those for? I'm, I'm, well, up in Canada, we use them for salmon, but I'm going to bring them down and use them for Dorado and have a lot more fun than Oh, the yeah. Yeah, use like 20-pound test or something, 30? Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. That would be fun. Mm-hmm. So we, we offer a lot of imagination on our boat. Well, we only got a couple yeah. minutes, but you've got, you're very innovative. I mean, you've developed this... Uh, uh, teaser that's incredible. But do you mind telling us a little bit about what's this new uh, uh, thing that you're putting on your boat with the electric reel? Well, that'll be by next October. I'm using Rip and Hoos right now, which are surface teasers, uh, but I'm investing about $23,000 in an electric reel system that drags, this is what Tranquilla uses, it drags about a 300-pound dredge on two sides, and you get a marlin strike, you hit the button on the reels, and they bring in the 300-pound dredge at nine knots. Wow. So it's so amazing. You call it a dredge. Um, but what is it? just causes a lot of activity in the water? Yeah, it's a, it's a traveling bait ball. Oh. oh. So you're, you're, uh, you're uh, fooling the fish, huh? So they see this bait ball, Correct. and they come looking for it, and yeah. then they find your bait. Yeah. So I'm very innovative. I'm. This is a tournament package you can rent on top of your charter. Mm-hmm. And if you don't get fish, you get your rental back. So wow. I'm so confident in our crew, our boat, and our gear that I'm offering a fish guarantee on the on the dredge package on the tournament. Wow. Right. Well, we got to go. We got to go, Jim. We're going to keep tack on real quick. We didn't get to talk about my trip down in Cabo. Uh, all I can say is <laughs> his boats are. Well, you're. 
are, are high end. Let's put it that way. Um, yeah, any, any other place in the world would be twice the price. And it's you know, yeah. they're affordable. You get four or six people on a boat. It's very affordable. All right, thank you, Jim. We got to wrap it up. So okay, we'll be talking soon. Thanks for coming on. Passionate sports fishermen who value first-class fishing experiences paired with personalized service and amenities. All-inclusive Salmon Falls Fishing Resort on the Inland Passage reinvents the Ketchikan fishing getaway. Guests enjoy exceptional gourmet cuisine, superior fishing excursions, fully guided charter or self-guided in center console boats accommodating three anglers, updated guest rooms, and suites. On-site fishing processing to clean, freeze, and pack your catch. Rooms range from log cabin rustic to modern. Our 52 rooms offer the ultimate in comfort after a long day of sightseeing, fishing, and exploring Ketchikan. Non-anglers love Salmon Falls, too. Shopping along Creek Street, kayaking, hiking, whale watching, or gathering around our fire pits with a hot beverage, all at prices less than expected. Just pull up Salmon Falls Resort in your search engine. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Vagabundos del Mar. Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos Del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. With a long pedigree, the Snow Bee brand today offers the very best equipment modern technology can provide. Started in Europe, Snow Bee is now providing quality fly fishing gear in the USA. Waders, clothing, rods, reels, fly lines, bags, and innovative new accessories. Enjoy your sport and leisure time more than ever. The affordable value of Snow Bee makes it available to everyone. Go to snowbee-usa.com. A full-service fly shop, his and her fly fishing, offers FFI-certified international fly fishing instructor and guide service with Frank Selby. Listen to Frank as host of fishhunttalkradio.com or listen live Saturdays at 9 a.m. Pacific time on Sirius XM Radio Channel 211. Custom flies are handmade to, to your order in-house in Newport Beach. Fishing in Mexico, Belize, Florida, or the Rockies, Frank and the staff will deliver exactly what you need. Flies and gear. Google his and her fly fishing. Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and we have our host, Frank Zelby. And Frank has a friend that he wants to talk to for a little bit. Uh, if you enjoy fishing and hunting, uh, I think we've got you taken care of. So, Frank, yeah. would you mind introducing your buddy? Yeah. Yes, this is James from uh, Montana River Outfitter. Now, James, would you give all your information? Yes. Uh, so my name is James Weiscarver, uh, owner outfitter of Montana Rivers and Ridges Outfitter, um, located in the Bitterroot Valley um, in Montana. Mm. Um, our, we have a, a lodge that we use for hunting, and then we also rent it out as a VRBO during the summertime for fishing. It's approximately one hour south of Missoula. Oh, so you are an outfitter, but you actually have a lodge? Yes, yes. Yes, all of our hunts that we run are all lodge-based, so we come back to the lodge every night. Can you give us an idea, if somebody books a package, what that includes? Yes, on the hunting side of it, so um, one of our most popular hunts is going to be an elk hunt. Um, All of our elk hunts are deer, elk, and wolf combo hunts. Um, We don't have any extra charges or trophy fees if 
if you're able to harvest more than one animal in that in that way. Um, basically, the way it works is Montana is a special draw state, but the draws have been over 80% every year for the wow. deer elk combo. Mm-hmm. And a hundred percent for the elk combo. Wow! Um, so, so someone books a hunt with us. Um, we help them fill out their application so it's all filled out correctly, um, and that all the all the boxes are checked that need to be checked. Um, and then they apply for their for their hunting license or their tag, whichever one they they want their deer elk combo or just the elk combo combo. Um, and then once they draw that tag, we finalize a date um we run four rifle hunts and two archery hunts um our archery hunts we run right at the peak of the rut um just to keep hunter opportunity that's that's coming up pretty quick isn't it um we're already done with our archery season we had a really good archery season we're into lots of bulls this year um and then my hunters actually come in for rifle season this sunday Hmm. so a question real quick do you have certain ranches? Or are you using the uh, government land? Um, I have a special use permit to operate on uh, Bitterroot National Forest. Um, plus, I have a state permit that allows me to la- uh, um, outfit on a large chucks uh, state land as well. So. Yeah. yeah, me and uh, Bob Jacklin used to love to come up in your area. Well, uh-huh, uh-huh. James, I always like you know to be put it all out there. Um, what's it cost for something like that? And aren't those um, aren't those tags expensive? The tag the tag is, is expensive, but um, getting to be with any state now um, for non resident tags, they are um, getting expensive all over. But yeah, so the deer elk combo tag is right around eleven hundred dollars. Um, and that allows you to have the opportunity to harvest both deer and an elk. Um, it gives you your fishing license for the season um, and your upland game bird oh. license as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for the hunts, um, I have two different prices. One would be a one-on-one, um, and that would be one hunter, one guide. Um, and we would include everything. It's all inclusive once you're here except for your tag. We can't purchase your tag for you. Um, and that is going to be 5800 for a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a two-on-one price as well, and that would be two hunters, one guide, and that is 4700 per hunter mm-hmm. for the week. Yeah, I don't know why you'd need That's two. That's very reasonable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, get, get most places anymore, that is inexpensive, I'd better put it. <laughs> well, the other thing is that, you know, it's not all the extras. Those are the ones that always get you. All you get yourself right. is to Missoula, and, it, and it's your, you know, you're done paying for it. Correct, correct. Yes, yes, yeah. And like I say, we don't have any trophy fees. If you are lucky enough to, to harvest a, an elk, a deer, and a wolf all in the same hunt, there's no extra fees for that. So we just we like to go hunting, and, and when an opportunity presents itself, we try and take advantage of that. Well, are you guys having a problem with wolves? Uh, you know, do they need to be... Um, um, What's the word I'm looking for? Manned out. Yeah, yeah. Yes, you know, everywhere across the West right now is experiencing issues with wolves for sure. Um, Montana, we've been lucky enough, especially Western Montana, we've had a hunting season for, oh man, coming up on five years now, and a trapping season for four. Mm -hmm. Um, So we've been able to really knock their numbers down and keep them... Uh, in check. Keep yeah. it from growing anymore. The population isn't growing at all. So, um, James, fact, I, I got a quick question. Some of the higher. Uh-huh. Yes. Do you have a process that you plan around there for wild game? We do. do you yes. know? Yes. Yeah. Uh, make sure you mention that because a lot of us guys, when we go hunting, some places don't. Some places do. Yeah, Frank. Frank's used to throwing it off the hood of his car and driving home. <laughs> yeah, in the uh, back well, of the pickup. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I like to see somebody pick up an elk and throw it in the back of a pickup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that, you're not doing that very, very easily. Um, <laughs> yeah, far enough to CWD. throw a quarter in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, with CWD, a lot of states require that you can only bring boned-out meat back into the state now. Um, so, yeah, so we, we have two different processors we can use. Um, both do an excellent job and take care of us on short notice as well. So, mm-hmm. Wow. 
Exciting yeah. stuff, man. What are we doing sitting here, Frank? Well, during the summer, I'm going to see him. Mm-hmm. I'll be on my way down to fish with Bob Jackson. Well, you know, I'm just, stop by. I'm just thinking real quick about, uh, you know, the, the tradition is not as strong as it used to be. But would this be appropriate for like a father-son trip? Absolutely. Absolutely. It is. Um, yeah, like I said, it's all lodge-based. So we're able to come back to the lodge every night, take a shower, um, full-time cook, um, yeah, so it's definitely you get a lot, actually quite a bit of couples coming as well now. Um, we have several husband-wife combinations coming this year, um, and quite a few father-son or father-daughter combinations as well. My wife will like that. She likes to go hiking, and I like mm-hmm. to go hunting. Well, yeah. I'll tell you what, there's a lot of hiking when you go hunting, Frank. There, yeah, there, I know. Well, give us a, yeah. a description on how you do hunt. I mean, do you have uh, uh, tree stands? Or you just uh, you no. jump on jump on your four wheeler and run them down, or how do you do it? No, um, it's all it's all spot and stock basically. So we spend during during archery season, we spend more time just kind of pounding the ground, searching for them, trying to locate them. Uh, during rifle season, we do more hiking into areas and, and glass, and spend a lot of time behind our glass. Find them and then and then plant a stock. Um, so a lot of long distance glass. I'm, I'm sorry, you say plant. You said you, you said plant a stock. What is that? Plant, plant a stock. Um, so oh, plan, 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 plan. Yeah. I think so you said so plant. We can get on okay, them. Okay, right. You plan. You plan it out once you know where they are. Okay. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we we one hour to get I'm sorry. What was that? I said one out of six works. Usually for me, they went the wrong way on the mountain. Well, just, uh, you know, this, you know, hunt like this, even though you've got a tremendous population, um, you know, your odds are not 100% by any means. Oh, no, uh, no, no, not at all. Um, last year, we were right at 75% on opportunity. I mean, yeah, I mean, you had a shot 75% at it. of our hunters had the opportunity to take a shot at an animal, mm-hmm. um, which is actually pretty good for, or really good for public mm-hmm. land. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's excellent. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's not 100%. You know, we got to find the animals, and then when the opportunity is there, the hunters have to make the shot. So, well, how many yeah. days? how many days do they get to do that? How many hunting days? Um, we hunt so the all my hunters come in on a Sunday and they leave the following Saturday, um, and we hunt Monday through Friday. Oh, okay. Since we are, so since got, we are on a public land, it, yeah. it allows us to kind of stay away from from the weekend warriors and, and yeah. see a lot fewer people in the woods on during the week. So yeah, yeah, we hunt Monday through Friday. Okay, so you get five opportunities. Correct, correct. Five mm-hmm. days, five full days from from daylight till till dark. Now, I bet it uh, comes dark, you're ready for bed. Yes, 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 you are. <laughs> I got one more question. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes. I'm like, when's the best time to start calling you to book for next year? Um, I actually have uh, people booked two years out right now. So the sooner the better. Um, my my rifle season starts to book up pretty quick, and same with fishing. Um I mean, with fishing, the sooner you can you can contact me, the better it is for for to get a trip booked and yeah, to make sure I have space available for that's, sure. That's yeah. very exciting, you know. And you're this is not the kind of thing people do every year. I'd love you'd love to, but uh, hey, if right. you've never done it, that's an experience of a lifetime. Absolutely, absolutely. I get people who come with me every year, every other year, and. And get okay. to those people that save for the their one right. time. Well, we're we're just about out of time, but uh, when they're up there, is there anything they do besides uh, beating uh, the bushes? Uh, well, the scenery alone is is lots of times worth the price of admission. Um, and then you know during fishing season, some nice people will take a day off and mm-hmm. and go up to yellow go over to Yellowstone or go mm-hmm. up to Glacier for the day. So yeah, lots of other things to do as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, let's get your website out there one more time. Yeah, my website address is mt, like Montana, mtriversandridges.com. mtriversandridges.com. And that's, yeah. uh, you're talking to Chad Weeby. Mm-hmm. And, uh, James Whitescarver. Oh, no, that's a different one. 
You're right. This is James Whitecar. <laughs> and how exciting is that? Hunting, hunting and fishing and exploring and everything's taken care of for you. Uh, yes. All right. While they're kicking us out, we greatly appreciate it, uh, James. And go to the website and listen to yourself. Uh, go to fish. Uh, just go to Fish Talk Radio. It's an easy one. All right, everybody. We'll be right back. I would. stretches for miles in front of you and with the ram 1500 you'll be able to reach mile after open mile it gets a best in class 25 miles per gallon highway so your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge but by your gauge for achievement and the ram 1500 is the first ever back-to-back motor trend truck of the year guts glory ram see your local ram dealer today for great deals epa estimated 25 mpg highway based on v6 4x2 a full service fly shop his and her fly fishing offers ffi certified international fly fishing instructor and guide service with frank selby listen to frank as host of fishhunttalkradio.com or listen live saturdays at 9 a.m pacific time on sirius xm radio channel 211 custom flies are handmade to, to your order in house in newport beach fishing in mexico belize florida or the rockies frank and the staff will deliver exactly what you need flies and gear google his and her fly fishing the soft science footbed absorbs the shock of pounding waves engine vibration and even rocky terrain soft science shoes are roomy and relaxed and they drain and dry quickly check out the soft science fin fishing shoes and boots and the fin h2o for kayaking and canoeing they're lightweight slip resistant and won't mark your deck See the new styles for men and women and get your pair on at softscience.com. Alaskan RV Butler, guiding, fishing, hiking, sightseeing, adventure. The Alaskan RV Butler, like a cruise on wheels in the comfort of an RV, view the wonders of Alaskan interior, streams, ocean, and wildlife, or fish for the big one, all while pampered by Mike, the Alaskan RV Butler. Mike's inclusive tours serve butter-drenched shellfish and mouth-watering steaks. Mike is your personal chef, chauffeur, guide, and planner. And for the real Alaska, contact MikeRVButler at gmail.com. That's MikeRVButler at gmail.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real fun adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real fun trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, our host Frank Selby, and uh, this guy, uh, we got to talk to him, uh, uh, Chad Weeby. And uh, Frank, he's uh, you know him well. I'd like to know him well, but uh, why don't you, you know, run with okay. it with Chad? Okay, Chad, first thing, the one we want to do is get your website out and... Uh, the best time to come and hunt with you. Yeah, well, thanks a lot. I really appreciate you guys having me on the program today. Our website is oakstoneoutfitters.com. We're based out of Bradley, California, and most people don't know where Bradley, California is at, and that's fine. We're just uh, directly between Los Angeles and San Francisco uh, in the Inland Valley, the central coast of California, um, better known for the Paso Robles wine region. And we're about 20 minutes north of the town of Paso Robles. So just a short drive from Paso Robles. And then we hunt about 230,000 acres um, from San Francisco County up to uh, Santa Clara County. Whoa. Now, you get a lot of wild boar. 
We do. We I would say probably 80% of our business is um, wild boar hunting, and we hunt them uh, 12 months out of the year. We're running a hunt for wild pigs usually uh, once a week on average. Mm -hmm. um, the best time to hunt wild pigs in our area is typically um, – Oh, from about April until the uh, end of September. A lot of people think, well, because of the summer months, it's a little hotter, but um, that's kind of when the wild pigs in our area really focus their attention on a lot of the um, dryland grain fields that we have on our private ranches. So when they start doing that, we'll, we'll see anywhere from, you know, uh, 20 to 200 pigs a day wow. uh, out in those fields. Well, a couple yeah. of quick questions. One more quick question. Go ahead, Frank. And uh, this is real simple. When you shoot your pig, you have a, pos uh, a, Process a it. processing plant right there. We do. We, um, we're, we're pretty fortunate to be in the position we're in, I think, different than a lot of, um, you know, in other states they may have it, but in California I think we're probably the only one that does it like this. We have a processing facility on site where we can um, mm -hmm. help the customer break down their animal and we can even um, cut, package, and make sausage out of it for Ooh, them wow. um, while they're up here on their trip. Sounds good. Yeah, you have to add yeah. a little oil to do the sausage, though. They're so yeah, a little, so little, little, little pork fat, yeah. Uh, I have a question. I forgot what it was. Uh, but I was just going to make a comment. You've got a lot of vineyards up there. Well, pigs, we do. pigs love grapevines. They do, and it's, it's pretty interesting. Uh, this time of year when we get into harvest, we get into pigs in the vineyards, and, uh, and, it, they, uh, and a lot of them, uh, you know, they'll smell like that fermented uh, <laughs> grape that they're kind of eating out of. So every evening when they clean off, the, a lot of them are mechanically harvested anymore. Yeah, you know, a lot, the grapes, they've yeah. kind of got, a lot of the vineyards have kind of gotten yeah. away from hand harvesting, and they do a yeah. lot of mechanical harvesting. So when they clean the machine off in the evening, um, they clean all those grapes that didn't make it into the bin yeah. off the side of the machine. They leave them in a big pile, and those pigs will come in and really kind of focus their attention on that fruit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's great. You've got uh, your pigs have already uh, uh, marinated in wine. <laughs> they are, yeah. They're, they're marinated in wine, and they're finished off with grain. And yeah. They, they, taste, they taste fantastic. I, I tell people it's similar to the taste of uh, domestic pork, but with more flavor. Yeah, and it's got yeah. a darker color, doesn't it? No, no it does. Yeah, it's not, you know, it's in the domestic pork that we buy in the store is kind of yeah. the yeah. i just say the color's kind of bred out of it you know yeah. as the um, the the pork industry had kind of sold it as you know the other white meat and yeah. so they kind of always mm -hmm. kind of bred for that color and they kind of got away from that redder darker mm -hmm. meat that isn't more of the heritage breeds mm -hmm. or the european wild boar well, strain another question for you is they can get huge but <laughs> uh, i don't think you want to uh, take a huge one give us an idea how big they are and you know what it is that you focus on yeah, I'd say an average size pig is anywhere from uh, 120 to 180 pounds. It's like Ooh, 160 in the middle there is a nice size pig. Obviously, the smaller you get in size, yeah. um, the higher quality or the younger mm -hmm. the pig is, so the, le the more tender the meat is. Mm -hmm. Now, um, we do get pigs every year that exceed 300 pounds, and those are a lot of fun to harvest because they make a really great story, and they make a great photograph yeah. and a nice trophy for the wall. But if uh, if meat is and harvesting meat and getting a quality you know table fare out of that animal is what you're really focused on, then a smaller size pig is definitely probably the way to go yeah. for more hunters. Well, I guess uh, you get a big pig, you make a lot of uh, pork stew. <laughs> you could you make a lot of pork sausage with the big yeah. guys? That's for sure. Yeah, they yeah. just have a little rougher taste just because they're usually an old male, yeah. and so like any of the old guys, they're kind of kind of rough and crusty. So. Yeah, kind of like Frank. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, the real nice thing about wild boar up there, they have a flavor all their own. Mm -hmm. Different ninety percent of the wild boar you get anywhere else. Yeah, I think so. I think you know because they're uh, they're predominantly eating dry land yeah. uh, grain. They're uh, the just the flavor of the of the fat, mm -hmm. and then the amount of fat content they get. Is uh, is so similar to a, a domestically oh, fed yeah. pig. Well, they yeah. really just make it. Yeah, a, the other thing that's really that we need to talk about 
their their uh, areas that they hunt. You guys hunt. There's like quite a few different kinds of of food they eat, like the grain, the the grape, the acorns, mm-hmm. and the, yes, the whole flavor is different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let me make a quick comment. You've ever heard of uh, "You are what you eat," and it's, <laughs> it's true. You know, we were in Alaska yeah. one time, and uh, so we were looking for some bear meat, and it's good bit. Uh, Alfred gave us about you know thirty forty pounds of uh, black bear meat. Got it home, and God, this fish or this uh, bear had been eating fish, and it, the meat tasted like fish scales, and it was terrible. You couldn't eat it. Uh, but you know the ones that are picking the berries, that was pretty good. Uh, or if you're hunting up for you know it, upland birds or something, and the sage, you know, meat really does taste like sage. So it, it really is. You know, you are what you eat when it comes to, uh, uh, to game animals. Yeah, for sure. And they definitely even here, you know, they taste. Um, you know, when we shoot them on green grass, the mm-hmm. pigs. We shoot them in that February to early April before the grass is turned and mm-hmm. it, uh, before the seed is set on a lot of the uh, in the grain fields. They have a different flavor to them then too. Does that, does that put on more green fat? grass than they do off of dry grass? Does that put more fat in them? What's that? Does that add more fat? Uh, no, more fat comes when the when the grass is dry and when oh. the grain is cured. So mm-hmm. uh, later in the summer, they'll get fatter than they are on green grass. Green grass, mm-hmm. they're still kind of putting on the fat, but you'll see a better fat content uh, late in the year, like June or July. Well, Frank Frank mentioned something about pigs, is that wild pigs are a little different, and uh, when you're making sausage out of them, um, you know, normally just your regular pork, you know, it's got like eighty percent fat, but uh, wild pigs don't have that much fat so when you're making sausage what do you add to it yeah so uh that is correct what we do is we will add about a 20 percent domestic pork fat to uh-huh. our sausage mix when we're making mm-hmm. it uh-huh. and what that will do is that, you know everyone likes a leaner meat anyway that's why a lot of people yeah. hunt they don't want so much fat content in their meat but right. what a little bit of domestic fat does is it helps bind the meat together um, when you make the sausage if it's too dry and you go to if you pull your sausage off the barbecue yeah. and you go to cut it it'll kind of fall apart yeah and so you put a little bit of uh, domestic fat in there we do the same with our burger with our mm. venison burger we'll put a little bit of beef fat in it and that'll just kind of help bind it together mm. and just helps it um, cook a little bit more evenly and not as dry overall well are you able to stuff uh, uh, casings or is it just uh, patties yeah we do we do um, we do stuffed sausage as well as bulk sausage mm-hmm. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Real quick question. Is uh, Pacarobo still have that uh, wild game uh, processor in that little town? It does. And they're a very good processor. Jane R. Natural Meats, they're right there in the town of Paso Robles, and they do a fantastic job. That's where I got all mine done. I didn't know if they were still around or not. They are. They're 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 a real they're a staple in the community, and a, we actually um, hunt a ranch of one of the owners that owns the, owns the uh, processing facility. So they're great folks down there, and real close friends of ours. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you know, like this time of year, what we're getting into right now is our doing upland bird hunts. Just started uh, last weekend, so we're doing quail. Um, and then we have turkey starting up on November 9th, and that'll go into the beginning of December. Um, but with that, like I say, we're doing pigs year-round. Then we get back into turkeys again in the spring, last wow. weekend of March, and goes until the middle right. of May. And then uh, deer hunts here in the A zone start up um, August 8th uh, and Chad, run until Chad, November seriously, 20th. Seriously, I, I would like to come up there sometime. So you see if you can give me a deal, and we'll put you back on the radio. You got it. All righty. But, hey, Chad, uh, one more quick question. Yes, sir. I can't say his name, but can you remember somebody leaving their stuff and get about 20 miles away and come back? Frank, did you do that? No. <laughs> oh, I've uh, plenty of people. <laughs> <laughs> but I, well, but... you're be- what, the, one of the guys that's one of my best clients. Tells right. me that story. Okay, Frank, we're going to have to get out of here, so let's close it up. Okay. Uh, have your website one more time. 
oakstoneoutfitters.com. Mm-hmm. And they're just uh, right outside of uh, the wine country in Paso Roble. So if you want to go up and you know spend half a day uh, tasting wine or a day tasting wine and a day chasing pigs or turkeys or deer or whatever it is, what a great couple of days it would take. And it, yeah, uh, Paso Roble is a nice town. they got a lot of nice places to stay. But uh, um, yeah, but you, with what you've got there, uh, you, you, you make all the arrangements for them, right? We do. We um, People can stay in town if they come up here if they'd like with their wives. It makes a great vacation. Mm-hmm. Or on our ranches, we run four separate lodges that okay. are very nice lodges. We're out of here. And, We're out of uh, here. So Thank you. Right on the Thank ranch. you. You're listening to uh, Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Bye. A few years ago, a sailor set out to design a boat shoe that was comfortable and stable, non-skid, and wouldn't mark the decks. Today, these incredibly comfortable shoes are worn by anglers, boaters, professional guides, and charter captains. Go to softscience.com to see more. Soft Science shoes and boots are lightweight and shock-absorbent with just the right level of support. Several styles come in all sizes. Enjoy the Soft Science shoe in the water and out. Check them out at softscience.com. Used by fishermen who know where to get the best fishing gear around, Aftco makes the highest quality fishing rod components worldwide. If it says Aftco, you know you have a quality rod. Guy Harvey Clothing, the best outdoor clothing line anywhere, is also available through Aftco. Longest lasting, functional, and best looking clothing you'll be proud to wear. Only the very best materials and workmanship. As soon as you put it on, you'll know the difference. Look for Aftco at quality retailers or go to AFTCO.com. For passionate sports fishermen who value first-class fishing experiences paired with personalized service and amenities, all-inclusive Salmon Falls Fishing Resort on the Inland Passage reinvents the Ketchikan Fishing Getaway. Guests enjoy exceptional gourmet cuisine, superior fishing excursions, fully guided charter or self-guided in center console boats accommodating three anglers, updated guest rooms, and suites. On-site fishing processing to clean, freeze, and pack your catch. Rooms range from log cabin rustic to modern. Our 52 rooms offer the ultimate in comfort after a long day of sightseeing, fishing, and exploring Ketchikan. Non-anglers love Salmon Falls, too. Shopping along Creek Street, kayaking, hiking, whale watching, or gathering around our fire pits with a hot beverage. All at prices less than expected. Just pull up Salmon Falls Resort in your search engine. Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is um, <laughs> Fish Hunt Talk Radio, and we have uh, we're we're going to keep uh, chat on for just a, a minute or two, and uh, just kind of finish up with a few questions. So, Frank, uh, let's go ahead and, and uh, see what else we didn't cover. Yeah, the the one thing you you, you back in that back country, you could get. Some zoonotic uh, animals on the Adelaide. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's kind of interesting here on the coast. From the Hearst Ranch, um, William Randolph first brought in um, Audad. He brought in zebra, and there's also sambar deer, which are a deer found in uh, on India or in you know. Uh, uh, Eastern Europe, but uh, and they're all still kind of free range up in those mountains there, west of Paso Robles, um, east of uh, Cambria, east of San Simeon. Yeah, that's my hunting ground. Yeah, and, <laughs> <laughs> and the best story I have ever got to tell you: I thought I was shooting at a pig by the waller, and it was a who dad. It was in the brush. <laughs> and you killed it. <laughs> I did. I would, if I'd have known what it was, I would have shot it. I wouldn't have shot it. But you've got a couple, too, haven't you, on 
your hunts over the years? Oh yeah, yep. And they, uh, you know, and all you need. A lot of people don't aren't sure the the legality with them, but all you need is a valid California hunting license. There's no season on them, so um, you know if uh, if we're hunting and we see them, we can legally uh, take them. Or there's some other ranches that we can get on and and actively hunt them if people are looking to pursue them in the state of California. You know, they're usually they're pretty. Um, pretty well known for being hunted down in New Mexico and Texas, but it's kind of you know, unique to have them here on the coast. Oh, did you get any yeah. of those uh, uh, William Randolph first zebras running around up there? Yeah, yeah, you still see plenty of zebras, too. You go up Highway 1 just out of San Simeon, and you can park on the side of Highway 1 and, and look at zebras while you eat your fish and chips. <laughs> but you don't hunt those? No, sir. Oh, I've got a question for you. Yep. Is a zebra white with black stripes or black with white stripes? <laughs> it's half full or it's half empty, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Never could you figure that out. Never could figure you. that out. Anyway. Chad, I really want to thank you for coming on for me. All right, Chad. Yeah, well, thanks for having me on. Excited to talk to you guys about the opportunities that we have here oh, on the yeah. coast of California. A lot of people think of California as uh is maybe a, well, a non-hunting state, but I think it has some of the best sporting well, opportunities in any of the 50 states. So. Well, Chad, the great yeah, thing about Bill will be happy to listen to this so, on Saturday. All right. Well, anyway, Chad, real, real quickly, what's unique about what you have is you're basically in the wine country. You're easy to get to from L.A. or San Francisco, and you can just fly into San Luis and be about an hour. And it's uh, it's nice and it's convenient, and you get all the comforts. And Oh, did you tell us any idea what the price is for that? Uh, on our wild pig hunts, our wild pig hunts are yeah, just, $9.95 just, oh. for a wild pig hunt. Wow, that's very reasonable. Yep. Yeah, you get your money back in pigs. Okay. <laughs> All right, Chad, we appreciate that. That's fantastic. Get in touch with him and uh, get on up there because, you know, uh, 12 months out of the year, you can do some some good stuff. Thank you, Chad. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. I'll be in touch. Right. Bye-bye. I'll talk okay. to you later, Chad. Uh, Frank, we've only got about a minute or two, but uh, uh, I, again, thank you for filling in for me last week. And I just wanted to mention that I was down in Cabo. If anybody wants, they're thinking about going down there. I've been going down there for 30 years. So, But before you do anything, talk to me first. I can set you up, get your boats, but good prices, et cetera, et cetera. And also, I want to mention again, save the date. I don't have it in front of me. It's uh, mid-July. And it's incredibly cheap. 1875, all, all inclusive. Uh, you get your own covered boat, uh, and you can go out in the morning, come back, have lunch, go out again, and uh, just you can spend 12 hours on the water, or you can just spend four hours and run into town. But incredible price, and uh, we expect to sell out, and so put the date down and get in touch with me. And it's in Ketchikan, Alaska, the salmon capital of the world. All right, uh, Frank, thank you again. We appreciate all your help, and thanks for taking care of it for me last week. You're listening. Go to the website. Just go to fishtalkradio.com.